Hello, my fellow movie fans, and welcome to another episode of A Feast of Films Theater with your hosts, Matthew Alu and Ethan R. Hill. How's that? That was good. Oh, yeah. Classic. Classic. Hello, my fellow movie fans, and welcome to another episode of A Feast of Films. I am Ethan R. Hill, and with me, as always, is... Matt Alu. What's going on, people? What is going on? Oh, you know. What is going on? Same old, same old. Still, still haven't moved. Still ramping up for that. All that fun stuff. Yeah, that makes next, sense. Next, next episode will be in a different space. Cool. It's going to be weird. It's going to be very cool. weird. I'll still be here, though. Yeah, I'll, I won't be. I don't even know what it's going to look like. It's going to be weird. I, I might not even have it set up. Maybe it'll just be this one computer on a desk in an empty room. Just very quiet. Yeah. Or lots of echo. Just hello, so much hello, reverb. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> just the whole time. Just get feedback. What the hell? Uh, so, Matt, what are we talking about this week? This is kind of... Well, is, don't this... sound too excited about it. Well, you, I like, don't our, know much about what you want to talk. You're the one who our, our, our first. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, our first episode's like, Jurassic browser, and then we're just like... <laughs> this episode's like... Yeah, bro. What, what's going on, man? That's, I'm, I'm, Matt, you're I'm, ruining. I'm, I'm, I'm moving to a new place. Matt, you're ruining the magic. They don't know that we recorded um, on the same day, do they? Yeah, we've only mentioned it. All the I don't time. know what you're talking about. I never mentioned that before in my life. I haven't moved yet. I was like, well, that tracks. Seeing that would have been very. <laughs> just, see ya. Like, okay, Matt. It's called uh, the. It's called the the um, art of misdirection. It's illusions. Hand I feel movements. like the cat is out of the bag when you tell people how the illusion works. No, no, they, they, it's okay. The, Depends what episode you've watched. Exactly. For all so, we know, this is a new. Yeah. For all we know, this is a new person, and you've ruined the magic for this new person. I'm sorry. It's like it would be like your first trip to Disneyland. We take you backstage and show you Winnie the Pooh with his head off. I'd like to see that as a child, as a five-year-old child. Yes. I I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yes. You want to see a beheaded yes. Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, sure. I don't know. That's, man, that's horrible. That's uh, Matt, are you okay? Are you are you hurt? No. Are you all right? Yes. You need Who a, hurt you? You need a hug? <laughs> Who hurt you? Winnie the freaking Pooh! Deep in the hundred acre woods. <laughs> We're <laughs> Christopher Robin plays. <laughs> well, that's disturbing. There lives an enchanted neighborhood. <laughs> I want to oh, say man. there's actually a theory. The Pooh's hilarious. I want to say. I want to say there's a theory where it's like it's actually like how Christopher Robin breaks down and um translates different emotions. This is different. Like characters, different characters reflect different, yeah. like different um, mental issues. Other one too, I've also heard. Yeah, I've seen the, that one too. The yeah. Seven Deadly Sins or something like that too. Like every character is a sin. Oh, because you have like gluttony, sloth. I heard more of the personality. Yeah, the personality ones is like the bigger one, and like different personality elements. Yeah, like that's dark. Especially like man, like why can't people just let people be? Kids films, <laughs> like, we're just like, let's dissect this and ruin this for everybody. Because it's like, Thanks, it's buddy. like what Taika Waititi said, where it's like, you know, you don't make something with a message in it, and then some pretentious film student comes along and says, ah, yes, this is about loyalty. And you're like, yes, 
that's what my film was about this whole time. Yeah. And it's the same thing with kids media. Half the time it's like, all right, let's make a fun film about this boy and uh, his stuffed animals that come to life. And then people are like, you know, the author was actually using this to tell a deeper story with deeper meanings. And sometimes they are, but most of the time, no, they're not. Most of the time, it's like... <laughs> That's what I always felt like in school. When they're like, this is the deeper meaning of this. And I was like, are you sure this isn't just about a bird? Like, It, it seems like it's just about a bird. Yeah, it's a metaphor for the struggles of mankind. My favorite, Especially, actually, like, when the author's, like, long gone and dead and shit, like, hundreds of years, and you're just like, I'm, I'm, this is what he meant. Like, are you, have you talked to him? Like, have you talked to him? My, no, my friend this seems like me, a pretty, like, seems like a pretty quick jump from, like, bird to, like, the structural society, the structure of society. <laughs> my, my friend uh, gave me, the, my, my, fa- my friend gave me my favorite answer to that whenever someone's, like, acting like that as we we as a household will pull out oh yes it's the, about the duality of man and we'll yeah. say that all the time and like no one knows what we're talking about no one like everyone's like are you stupid like what is this about and it's like what's great is when it actually is about the duality of man and we pull that out and they're like oh yeah they're just like yes yeah yes. it really is and it's like oh we were just we were just saying words we don't actually know you pretentious dick I like dissecting films. I love dissecting films. That is why I'm here. But there's a line where it's like, I'm dissecting and think this is my opinion versus I'm dissecting and if you don't think that my, if you don't agree on my opinion, you're the worst. Like, that's... uh, You're an uneducated smuck. It's almost like you can interpret things differently. Yeah, strange. Speaking of different interpretations, video games are different interpretations of stories, too. See, Matt, I'm getting better at these natural segues without being awkward or weird. That was weird. (laughs) It wasn't weird. (laughs) That was weird. No, you're just saying it's weird because you're mean. How dare you? Well, I... Anyway, yes, we are talking about <laughs> video game, video game films today. Oh, sure. Just, just hopping away from my hurt uh, feelings. Fun little. Yeah, we're, we're moving the hell along, man. We're oh. not getting sick of that. <laughs> no, I'm sad. <laughs> oh, why don't you just go hang out in the Hundred Acre Woods there? <laughs> go hang out at the Hundred Acre Woods? Yeah, like Eeyore and stuff. You know, you're all sad. Y'all can just like hang out. Should be fun. <laughs> cool. Pin a tail on a donkey. I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want to go and like, he's miserable enough. Do you think I need to keep like poking him in the butt with a nail? (laughs) He could poke you. (laughs) Matt, Matt, I feel you get really kind of randy around this time. Last um, <laughs> I was like, I, I said it, and I was like, mm, that's not what I meant. <laughs> that's but it's not what it, it's not about what it meant. It's what it sounded like. <laughs> yeah. Breaking news: Matthew Alu wants Ethan Hill to get poked by Eeyore. Man, that puts Facebook poking in a completely different context for me now. Yeah, I know, right? Oh man. Okay, remember poking wars? Remember? Yeah, I remember that oh, being nonsense. a nonsense. Ridiculous. Gosh, why were we so dumb? Oh man, humanity! It doesn't get better. <laughs> it doesn't get better. We're like, remember huh? when we thought adults had it all together? And now we're just like, you guys were just making this shit up the whole time, weren't you? Like, yeah. You mean they lied? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Oh man. Oh man. Anyway, video games, films. Moving away from Eeyore and 
your sadness. We'll just keep moving along. Uh, yeah, we're talking about video game films because uh, honestly, when it comes to films, clearly it seems like one of the biggest struggles for adaptations is video games. Used to be comics. Now they got a pretty good handle on it for the most part. Some that come out are absolutely horrendous. Some that come out are just not really true to, you know, the comic book characters themselves. Um, like, I think we can read yeah, like Fan Force yeah. Stick was just like, bro. Yeah, the Dark Knight was pretty terrible. It's an adaptation of Batman. I know what you're talking about, man. The Dark Knight was your masterpiece. It was, your, it was your masterpiece, man. It was brilliant. It was a masterpiece. The okay? Dark Knight is a brilliant film. It, it is brilliant. <laughs> but uh you know so there's different adaptations and stuff too but overall comic books films have gone generally better at being adapted on a more consistent basis um you know novels there's even that struggle of doing that like adapting so a story from one medium to another is a really really tough thing um just in general but it kind of with video games it seems well, to be just a little bit more of a struggle you know when it was for the majority of films. You know what was actually pretty good at adapt, like when adaptations of books were actually pretty well done. It's when they didn't advertise that they were adaptations of books, when they're just like, hey, yeah, so people couldn't go. Here's read a them. random movie, like well, that, <laughs> yeah. Jaws. There was Jaws. There was uh, Jurassic Park, The Godfather, and it was like, yeah, Godfather. Like, yeah, I, I like. I don't think they were like advertly advertised as like based on the novel of. Like, right. Because it took me, and maybe, I don't, maybe it was, because I was on around when those movies came out. Maybe it was just us. <laughs> but, uh, like, growing up, I never realized they were, most of them were novels until, you know, I became a functioning adult who actually looked into these things. Fair enough. But it's, uh, I think the problem with adapting video games, though, is they're not always as linear as stories no, as, as books or comics can be whereas well video games and it depends because even the linear the linear video games a lot of times they're either too short or too long when you just put the cutscenes together they're either not long enough to be a feature film or they're not sure they're <laughs> or they're way too long yeah, yeah exactly yeah. right so it's yeah if you were just combining cutscenes yeah so like how do you adapt that then and then what's also what's the point of if you're just combining cutscenes you've made an animated movie What's the point of adapting that into a live action story? And then you're, but a lot of times you're missing out the stuff in the middle too, right? Yeah. Uh, with those kind of things as well. So there's like a lot of challenges there, but I think, I think you're onto like one of the, one of the things too is I think it is because it's not so linear. Even if you do have a linear game, everyone experiences it slightly differently because it depends on what difficulty depends if you suck or not. You know what I mean? Like there's always that level of, uh, interaction and that's that's why video games are such a unique form of storytelling just because of how interactive they are well are you gonna kill when it every, comes down to that kind of thing are you gonna kill every enemy or are you gonna or are you gonna sneak by you're well, gonna go stealth mode have, right like, have me and prosser talked to you about my uh experience playing this the newest wolfenstein game no no so um wolfenstein 2 i was playing it because I, I i enjoy the i enjoy the wolfenstein games the new ones and I was playing Wolfenstein 2, and I made it to the final boss, which is like three giant mechs. Yeah. And I'm going, and I could I could kill two of them, but I couldn't kill that third. I'd always die. 
And so I'm, we're playing this game, and I kill the first two, and I'm like, okay, let's see it. Maybe I can get a better angle at fighting this guy. Maybe I can find a better vantage point. Right. And so I, I run past him and climb up a ladder, and the cutscene plays. And I beat the game by running past the wow. final boss. <laughs> And Prosser was so that, mad at me for it. He's like, he's, he's like, like, you cheated. I'm like, I didn't know that well, was going to happen. Gonna happen. <laughs> it probably shouldn't have happened. That seems to be a glitch. No, apparently that's that's a they underestimate your lack of gaminess. They're just like, no one's just going to try and run past him. <laughs> no, <laughs> I wasn't even trying. To. I was just trying to get to a better angle. Oh, that's so funny. I died like twenty plus times. I'm like, I'd make yeah. it to the same final mech. And it's like, hey, no, like, fine, screw this. I'm going to go. I'm going to maybe I'm just in the wrong place. Maybe I'm staying put too much because there are some of those games where, like, in order to beat a boss, you got to keep moving. Right. And I'm like, oh, cool. Well, I'll go over here. Oh, look, there's a ladder. Clearly in these games, you climb ladders. I've had other levels where, yeah, I go upstairs. I go downstairs. I jump around to, like, avoid these boss. I've done this before in this game. This makes perfect yeah. sense. I'll climb the ladder. No. And I and he was mad. He was very upset because he thought I cheated. And he's like, you've never actually finished Wolfenstein 2. And I'm like, <laughs> like, no, I finished it. Just not the way that you wanted me to. Yeah. Like, and that's, the, that's a different, like, but could you imagine if that was, could you imagine if that was a movie? <laughs> You're just like, yeah, I just run past here and we're done. Yeah. <laughs> just skip the final boss. Now I kind of want to put that in a comedy of some kind. Where it's like, ah, you will never get past me. Just very anticlimactic, right? Wait, what? <laughs> like, Where'd oh, they go? It's over. The thing just blows up. Like they did nothing. Oh, no. nuts. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. He passed the invisible yeah, line that activates the cutscene. No, I'm screwed. That was basically it. And it was just, it's still one yeah. of my favorite video gaming moments ever. And again, how salty Prosser was. Because he's very, he's not even here to defend himself, so I feel bad. But he's very, um,. A lot of people should enjoy the video games that he likes the way that he likes. And he's gotten better over the years. When I first met him, him and the guys were very anti-me playing on easy mode for games. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm a story guy. I love playing for story. Yeah, I'm not here. So for, you're not here for, like, the it, difficulty aspect. I'll do that on my second playthrough. I'll up yeah. the difficulty then. But, like, for the first playthrough, if, I, if I'm dying every five seconds, I'm not going to enjoy the game. Yeah. And so for the longest time, because of that, they I, they basically convinced me not to play video games. <laughs> They're just like, and forget it. Eventually it got to a point, and there's certain games. Mortal Kombat, I can always start on normal. Um, I believe Spider-Man, I started on normal. Um, Halo, we're playing on normal. Because I've gotten better yeah. now. Um, yeah. Uncharted, I played through on easy for the first few times, and that's actually what helped me become a better marksman in games. Mm-hmm was playing on easy and then uh i love the uncharted series it's oh it's so there, it's my favorite favorite video game franchise which is why i'm nervous about the movie but uh, uh yeah that, yeah yeah but it, it's one of those things just like uh for the longest time Prosser was very adamant on no you need to experience games how i experience games and it took him a while to realize like movies like any piece of art Everyone's going to explain or explain. Everyone's going to experience things a little experience different. it differently. And yeah. And everyone has different, uh, different tastes, um, different tastes. Yeah. 
So it's so, for some me. Games are not for everyone, and difficulties aren't for everyone. Well, he he loves the Bloodborne series. He loves the Dark Souls series. He yeah. he really gets a sense of accomplishment by getting past an impossible task. Mm-hmm. I hate that. When it comes to <laughs> you're games, just like nope. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to real life, a hundred percent, I love that feeling because if you if you are met with an impossible task and you encom- and you, you overcome coming in your real life that's great because i've grown i've changed as a person i don't get the same sense of accomplishment from a video game because it's not no it's not it's, real you you can't like take that to the bank you to know me, it's, not even necessarily take it to the bank but like you turn off the game and like oh that was fun yeah, what, like, what it, transferable skill did i get right like it's like there's not really anything there um it's because it's enjoyment it's entertainment it's, but it's entertainment it, yeah. it would be like me sitting down and like listening to a really long record well what yeah. what did i get from that other than the enjoyment of that well if i'm having to suffer through it though i'm not actually like, enjoying it and yeah everyone gets something different from those yeah. type of experiences and stuff too right like and that's okay it's just oh exactly yeah. and that's not, not everyone's take away. gonna never one's gonna find that uh in, like the enjoyment in the same type of exact gameplay and, and that's not to not. take that's not to take away from his enjoyment from it but it's again even another example with movies when people sit through four hour long movies and then sit there yeah yeah i sat through this four hour long movie and it's like did you have fun well no but i sat through a four hour long movie and it's <laughs> well, like then, like, then well, why did you waste your time you could like, use the time yeah i could exactly. watch three movies in that time watch three yeah. really good hour and a half movies that i know i'm gonna enjoy it's why like i started yeah. gone with the wind turned it off 20 minutes in because i was bored yeah maybe i'll watch it again at a different time but right now it's not that time it's move why, along man move along it's why i haven't even tried the snyder cut because it's like i i i know i'm not gonna enjoy it so. <laughs> like why would i sit there through that exactly maybe, yeah that's fair maybe yeah. in the new house when i feel like i might have more free time i don't think i will but i pretend i pretend moving houses is gonna give me it's more gonna free change time. Your life yeah. yeah like it's gonna make a difference but it's at the end of the day like video gaming is an individual experience and i think you're right trying to capture that in cinema where cinema is still an individual experience but it is it's a lot more linear it's, on, and it's, it's a lot more it's on a set path right yeah. and same with comics same with books right novels and stuff minus the choose uh, the closest like we have certain... is choose your own adventure exactly which would make it slightly different but the rest is like pretty much straight a straight path where video games are always subjective to how the person plays difficulty yep. what play style they want to use and a lot of video games uh have different mechanics for different play styles of how people want to play Even so i think that's too. one of the exactly and I think that's one of the, you know, the elements and the things that make it difficult. Um, I think one of the other things, too, when they're adapting it, uh, Hollywood sometimes and filmmakers like to change a lot of like the core elements, which doesn't make sense to me, which doesn't make sense. Because because here's the thing. It's like, yes, we get it. Number one, it's important when you're changing it to some into a different medium, you have to uh, there are things you do have to adjust yeah, to make 100%. it work in that medium. Obviously, you can't take a 40-hour game and put it in, like, two hours and keep everything. You know what I mean? Like, there's things that have to be cut for it to make sense in that medium, or the story has to be, you know, fine-lined and and focused. But there's a lot of core elements that they tend to take out out of video games or change them, which either A, pisses off people, or B, totally makes them almost nonsensical. Because it's like the person who's... Usually the person who's adjusting it 
doesn't have like a knowledge of the game or the universe or sometimes why even mechanics or certain elements are in there. So they're changing them for their film because creativity and artisticness, but like it doesn't actually fit sometimes even within like the film itself or the universe that kind of, you know, well, it's around it. Um, the newest Mortal Kombat movie was really bad for that one. Yeah, like, I haven't was, seen that one. It's so it's fun. It's it's a pretty decent adaptation. The problem is they added, I heard it was OK if you don't think about it <laughs> kind of thing kind like, of don't think too hard. They also they added a new character to be your main character. Yeah. And he didn't need to exist. You could have taken yeah. that actor could have played Liu Kang and, or like, the actor could have played Johnny Cage. Yeah. And he was a good actor. He was good. Like the actor was fine. The actor is not the problem. Louis Tan was amazing. The character, the character was terrible. <laughs> like he was good. And that's the thing is like they could have made him Johnny Cage because they didn't cast Johnny Cage yet. Yeah. And you could have told the exact same story. And um, when it changed to beat it. It would have changed some plot stuff, but for the better. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like if they would have made him Liu Kang, but like the guy that got to play Liu Kang was also really well done, but they just kind of sidelined him. Like there was a lot of weird choices in the movie mm -hmm. and you could tell it was because they were Hollywoodizing this franchise and like that didn't sit well with me it was still fun to a point but there were also just a lot of moments where it's like okay hey guys you're you're missing the point of the source material here yeah and, and i think that's i think sometimes that's one of the issues too um you're missing the source material so you end up kind of missing like the soul of the story yeah because i think like a lot of people too when it comes to gaming like it does have that kind of shadow hanging over it or that mindset that it's this lesser form of entertainment or it's this lesser form of storytelling when really it is a very highly complex uh like it, it it's to make a video game is arguably more complicated than to make a film well, like in a very different way right like we're films live action it's like you got to create all this stuff digitally and half the games nowadays are like making films but you got to make it happen in this digital world like you got to create all that stuff from code like out of scratch and engines like well, it's just, and remember too, it's a very complicated process nowadays remember too video games are still very very new in, in the history of in, entertainment in the, like, yeah I think absolutely the earliest video and, game i think showed up in the 1950s or 60s and that was like i don't even think pong was the first one i was i think one of the first mass produced ones but like the first one showed up i think 50s or 60s and it didn't really grow into what it is because we had arcades for a while and then home systems didn't really take off until the 80s yeah like they existed but you didn't really get the first big home console well the whole industry was crashing until mario yep right and that's because again it was just a fun little little toy again it was a it was a toy yeah and then it became a complete industry so if you want to even look at like and its own art form if you For want sure, to try right. and compare that Own collaborative to, art form, if you want to compare that to film, like, cause film really took off. Film was huge even before sound films. So that was like pretty early on, like silent film. Yeah. It still was really, really well. And then of course, sound films revolutionized that. But video games, if you want to compare that with the home console and stuff like that, like as like the first thing that really skyrocketed that, and yeah, video games are basically they've been around for 40 years, maybe 50 years if we're yeah. if we're lucky. 
40 years. And that's really new. That's really, really, really the, new. That's in the history of entertainment. And yeah, we've, exactly. That's in storytelling. It's very new. That's reaching the 1930s and 40s for cinema. Like if you want to yeah. compare where video games are now versus movies, that's that's the timeline you're looking at. Well, even forget movies, right? Think of like novels <laughs> and stuff like that. Like writing goes way beyond that. So well, writing like, though reached yeah, a point where writing the thing with the writing, and it's I think it's the lack of visual media. Um, writing kind of reached a point where it's not going to change much past what it is, and not that it needs to change, but I'm saying like it's been around for a very, very for literally yeah. ever. You know what I mean? So like in terms of storytelling, uh, video games is one of the newest mediums out there. Yep um entertainment right like music has obviously been around forever so it, it is it does have this kind of shadow hanging over it so i think it's too, still when the new are, exactly so i think also there isn't that level same level of maybe respect well, for the source material material or willing to dig into it as much to make um, a really like they get a vague understanding but not to really dig in in there and understand it to make a really not all of them i'm not trying to make a blanket statement i'm just saying maybe some of them because some of them seem to like it's not even close dude <laughs> like it's to, not even to close make, to make a possible dangerous blanket statement or equivalency here the only thing that i would say is reviled more than video gaming for storytelling would be things like youtube vine yeah. and tiktok yeah and vine doesn't exist anymore because it just didn't last but again if you look at specifically how how people talk about youtube and youtube still which is funny with how freaking popular that is yeah and tiktok which are very viable places to tell stories and very viable places to tell stories it, it's those are viewed lesser than video games because it is the newer kid on the block whatever the new games. kid is yeah you got to earn your stripes right but then again look at the and the thing all you have to do to look at how successful it is or how good it is is look at the main generation that is using that which isn't our generation necessarily but the generation underneath us it's the same thing with video games how often how often do you talk to your parents about video games yeah like never <laughs> There's exactly some, yeah like my, my aunt is who got us into video gaming yeah because she taught it like she had a Super Nintendo and N64 all before we did. Right. So so I have that connection there. And I know some people whose dads, they played computer games and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But for the majority of it, a lot of like my dad doesn't play computer games. My mom plays on her iPad at the most. Yeah. And that's about it. <laughs> but she, if she didn't have that, she'd be doing crossword puzzles and word searches in a paper book. Yeah. Because that's all it is for her. So video games are lost on them because it's not they're not part of that generation. Right? And that's where it's it's interesting. Cause I guarantee you, I guarantee you not that is probably how my great grandparents felt about TV and movies. For sure. Yeah. Actually, it probably all comes into it. Yeah. Because my grandparents loved my grandparents grew up with TV. That was their whole revolutionary time was like 
TV came out and they would love watching TV. Same thing because mm-hmm. they used to sit around the radio. I guarantee you when the radio happened, that generation before that's like, ah, yeah. radio like, shows. This is a waste of hell. Stop wasting yeah. your time and go work on the farm. Like, go chop that lumber, boy. <laughs> so, it's so like, really, when it comes down to storytelling through. Well, I mean, or even just different mediums of entertainment, right? It is 100% a generational thing. And there is a there is going to be a divide and a disconnect. Yeah. And I think that's it's kind of hilarious to me at the end of the day. Like, it is actually pretty funny. Because <laughs> it's just, it's... It's weird. It's also, it's just weird how passionate we get about stuff like that, too. Yeah, no doubt. Because, <laughs> again, it's, it's... Dude, I remember when TikTok came out, I was like, this is the dumbest app in the world. Why would I? It's, it's the same thing with Vine. It was, like, three years apart from each other. I'm like, Vine is stupid. And then I just kept watching Vines. And yeah. Then, same thing with TikTok. And then Pandemic hit. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm on TikTok now because it's stupid. This is a joke. And then, yeah, here I am. And, yeah, and that's where I think... Again, man, I think it's the idea of there are so many different ways to tell stories. The question, I think, to bring it back to what we were talking about before is how easily can you cross those stories or those storytelling devices? Yeah. Because I wouldn't, I would not want to see a feature film about TikTok. I would not want to see a feature, like putting feature films on YouTube doesn't really work. No. It doesn't have the same experience. Well, you no, can, because because like, each medium is unique in itself, right? And it's yeah. suited for different types of uh, storytelling. And that's where those adaptations do... do become challenging because you have to take something that's from a t- completely different medium and transform it so it's still recognizable and it still has like that same spirit and heart, yeah. but totally different medium, right? But still works in this new medium, which well, is cha- like, challenging. It's not an adaptation at all, but, like, I remember watching a lot of movies growing up on YouTube in 10 parts in terrible quality. Yeah. But the thing is, that wasn't adapting the movie for YouTube. No, that was just that was... literally putting a movie on YouTube but could you, in, like, but could 10 you parts. Imagine, <laughs> could you imagine if someone wanted to do an updated version of Jaws on YouTube in 10 parts? Yeah. I wouldn't watch that. I'd be like, no, this is stupid. <laughs> well, I, I'll just go watch Jaws on Blu-ray. I don't yeah, need exactly. to see some people, yeah. like do a worse version on youtube like yeah and that's the like i think that's the other thing too when when you're adapting something there's always the risk of is this going to be a worse version of the thing that i got that i already love yeah which has happened quite a few times like (laughs) my favorite my favorite terrible video game movie is super mario bros it is the worst, in my opinion, it is like the worst adaptation <laughs> like of ever. video games it's ever. It's pretty horrendous. But I love it for how terrible it is. It is unrecognizably Mario. It's it so is so bad, it's good kind it's, of thing, yeah. It's one of those things of like, you look to see the references. You're like, okay, th- this is like the most, the most difficult game of hide and seek that I could possibly find. Yeah. and But I love it. I love it, and... Did you hear about the fans who like took a bunch of deleted scenes and then scan did like a high resolution scan of a VHS? No, I did scenes. I made like they made like a super edition that's online. That's hilarious. <laughs> and they're like there are now petitions from like fans to like get this released on Blu-ray or DVD. <laughs> that's and, pretty like, great. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If they release it on Blu-ray, I'd buy it. A hundred percent. I would. You're just like, I'm ha- down. Dude, it is so bad. Did you? You watched it, right? I saw parts of it. Oh, goodness, man. It is. 
I couldn't get through the whole thing. <laughs> I don't blame you. It is so bad, but it is so enjoyable. But it, it it's like I can't think of another superhero or not superhero. I can't think of another video game movie that is that level of bad. Yeah, because most of the times they're just boring or they're not. They're either great. boring or they're just like just they're not clicking. They didn't bring in the elements properly or like, you know, the other or different when they... examples we used or. Sometimes, they yeah, they are the just elements. bad. Or they bring, they bring in elements that just like... It's with a wink and a nod and like, hey, yeah. guys, this did is you notice? This is a video game movie. It's like, bro. Did you see this thing? Like, I like that Resident Evil just kind of like gave up by the fifth one and just made it a video game where she has to go through different levels. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's just... like... Well, the last one was, like, really just slow-mo all the time. But, like, here, now she's going to have to literally level up. And, uh, yeah. and, like, the early Resident Evil movies, like, I don't, like, I don't really fully remember them, but I'm being like, that wasn't terrible. Like, because there are no, video game ad- first adaptations out there that are, like, watchable. You know what I mean? Like, they're not Masonic. fantastic, but they're, like, they're watchable. Um, there are some that are completely unwatchable. That's, like, what what is going on here? Um, For me, it's Assassin's Creed. Like, I, I remember, like, I'm a I'm a big fan of that series. Like I loved it since the first one came out. I love it since like the trailers of the first one. I was like, wow, this game looks awesome. So I'm totally invested in that. Totally invested in the mythology and stuff. And then when you get to the Assassin's Creed movie, it was just like, what in the Sam hell am I watching here? Like all like the real core elements of the thing, the the film threw to the side. Well, and- uh, it didn't really focus on like human stories. It was more of like a scenario. When it's um, such a waste of Michael and Fassbender. Had, dude, there were so many actually good performers in there that were just, like, doing nothing. Um, What's that guy's... I'm trying to think of that guy's name. Big, either Scottish or Irish dude. Um, He always plays a big redhead. I just saw him in another movie, too, recently, where I was like, where the hell? <laughs> My mind's saying Brendan Gleeson, but I feel like that's very, very, very wrong. No, I think you're right. I think He's you're right. It. I think you're right. Yeah. Like he was he Mad Eye Moody in uh Oh, yep. Yep. Yeah, totally that guy. Wait, yep. what? Yeah, um, he's in Assassin's Creed. So he's he, He's like playing so Oh my goodness, he totally is. So he's playing like when I saw him in there and Michael Fassbender, I was like, "Okay, this has got to be somewhat decent, right?" The guy's in there for like seconds, he does nothing. And then I think he killed himself. And I was like, "What?" Or he got killed um, by one of the, like the the bad guys or something. It was like the most like insignificant role. Like for sure, he showed up to set for maybe a day, maybe half, and went home. Like it was just. But why like, did you build. get him? Yeah, like what? Like he's so good, and um, Jeremy Irons is in there, and uh, Marion Marion Qatar the French lady. Yeah. I can't. I never can say her name. I suck at French. I'm literally the worst. Um, like so, you have top tier talent and performers coming in, but it's like the writing is bad. The freaking the 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 actual direction and, and creation of the film was not great. Uh, there's a couple moments where it's like, okay, that was pretty cool, but they're so far and few in between that it's just painful to actually watch. See, and that was that was me for um yeah um 
Prince of Persia. Because mm. I was like, I was on board with the movie, and I hadn't played the games yet. But I was like, yeah, yeah, this movie's great. And then the ending happened, and it suddenly didn't matter. The entire, and like, I get Well, we talked very, about this too, but yeah, like, that that does happen in the game, right? Which, like, but I get that but the sequels because you... The sequels represent, like, the consequences too. But also with the game, at least you actually physically go through the journey yourself. Yeah, you're so interacting with it. there's a sense of accomplishment, it. as opposed to, like, watching Jake Gyllenhaal struggle, and not even that poorly... And then he's just like, oh, and by the way, none of that mattered. And it's like, none of that happened. Reverse. So time. I just, I just watched two hours for nothing. Yeah. Oh, great. This is exactly why I go to movies to watch two hours for nothing. <laughs> nothing. So like, it has taught me that even if some does have like top tier talent, it, 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 it all comes down again to the writing and whoever is making that adaptation at the end of the day. No, exactly. Because um, talent can only take you so far right did you did you ever watch rampage no i didn't i heard, I've heard again, that one's really fun not too bad yeah and, and that's like a loose video game adaptation right because like that game was pretty much you were a giant monkey like destroying stuff so they added yeah, story like, to it right which exactly. is a little like different than taking a story and readjusting it or well, taking like if you ever, something that doesn't have story at all and adding story that kind of works a little better make a, if you ever take a pac-man game you would have to make a story for it yeah exactly right like or Pac-Man movie, which they've done a TV show for, which apparently isn't terrible. Yeah. And it's the same but idea like, with like Lego and stuff, right? Because it's like, how do you make Lego? It's like, well, clearly Lego doesn't have a story. So you build a story around um, it. Arguably, Lego has several stories. <laughs> arguably. As the movie as the movie says, it has endless stories because uh, it's building. <laughs> Everything is awesome. Exactly. So, like, and it, and um, it's great, right? Like it works really, really well. So as long as you have a really great story, uh, you know, adaptations work. But the problem is when you're getting video games that already have really, really great stories that were designed for that length and designed for that, sometimes they adapt it or, and they don't want to, and it's not even necessarily they follow the video game. Because that often happens in adaptations. They're like, this is a side story. Or not like with, like, yeah. they're not making one of that game. It's more in like the franchise. Um, but they'll like just gut the franchise and what it's like, you know, like again, the heart and the soul is kind of what matters at the end of the day of those stories. Well, and I think um, me and you have talked about the reverse too before, where like a lot of times too, movies do not add a, adapt to video games. 100%, man. Like it's just. There's a lot of video game tie-ins to films that are just terrible. Usually, though, to be fair, those games are usually made in like eight months kind of thing, like less than a year. It's like a real tight turnaround, so they're not usually great. Um, One of the the really good ones was Wolverine Origins. It was actually almost better. Some would say it was better than the movie. Oh, like like for X-Men Origins? Yeah, yeah. I never played that one. I got so turned off by the Wolverine X-Men game. Like the one between epi- or between between two and three. Okay, I never it played that. Such a dude that that that's that's how they explain why Nightcrawler wasn't in it, and why Iceman had his powers, or oh, at least nice. that's what they that's what they said it was. What it yeah. was is they they killed off Night, Nightcrawler for no reason, other than he wasn't gonna be in the next movie. So like, well, we gotta kill him off. And like Iceman's explanation of how he had his full ice powers in the third one was that he just had them in the game. Yeah. They didn't explain anything. No. So usually video game so, adaptations are pretty terrible. And that's why you don't see them that 
that often anymore. And like, vi making video games has become more complicated um, than what it was back in those early like 2000s and stuff where you could like pop out those like, you know, video game adaptations real quick. Nowadays, like video games and for the technology and the level that people expect, like you can't turn that around that quick and still have something can, quality. But to be fair, tell, they made a Fast and the Fears game and it was horrendous as well. <laughs> so, But you can also tell them when they cared because there were the Lord of the Rings games were phenomenal. Which were great, yeah. And the first two Spider-Man games were yeah. also amazing. Spider-Man like, 2 on the, yeah, on the PlayStation 2 was like... Even, dude, it, even Spider-Man 1, like a lot of people don't talk no, about it. No, it was good, but, like, but Spider-Man 2 took it to the next level. That's why it's the more popular world, right? one. Yeah. yeah. I remember Spider playing Spider-Man 1 at my buddy's house. And it was like hard. everyone fell asleep and I'm still playing. And I fell asleep swinging around the city. So like everyone woke up and Spider-Man is just like hanging. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just man, sitting there hanging. Like, oh man, like. You but just like, left him hanging. I was like, uh, sorry guys, I fell asleep. And then, like the Lord of the Rings, uh, it's funny because like the Fellowship of the Rings was a terrible game. But that's because it wasn't based off of the movie. They based it off the book. And like you have to do so much trivial stuff in the first bit that it's like impossible. Yeah. And then, but then they released the Two Towers and Return, Return of the, the King, King, which are based off the game. Or so based good. off the movie. Yeah amazing everyone people want remasters of that one i i'm on board for it too if they release they remasters, were great man i uh, man like i still i go back and play i have them for games i remember I go back and play them quite a i bit. remember playing those and like the harry potter games like yeah. the early ones were like really like top notch because they like, cared tied in games and you could tell yeah there was a lot of care and obviously they'd been given a lot more time probably also to work on them yes over the process because well, like, that makes a big difference too when you bring in the actual voice cast to voice the actor or voice the characters, that's huge. It's a that's big usually deal. How you yeah, can tell. it's yeah. usually. Like, well, to be fair, Iron. They had the Iron Man game, and they brought Robert Downey Jr. in for the cutscene. So, yeah, but, but uh, um, I, I I actually bought like recently a bunch of those three sixty early MCU games because I heard they're terrible, but I kind of want to experience for myself. Were they all pretty and terrible? And it's like they're not like they're bad, but like I'm like this is somewhat playable. Um, the first Iron Man is pretty much unplayable of anything other than easy because there's so many things shooting you at the same time. It's like any other difficulty, but, you're instantly dead. So it was like okay, but you're wearing armor. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But it was like it was crazy. Um, but like really janky. Like controls were bad. Like you could tell. Obviously, he's made very rushed. Um, the Captain America one wasn't too bad either. Actually, it's because Captain America is the best. It wasn't too bad either. But yeah, like sometimes oh, they don't actually, translate back to video games very well either. Unrelated. I forgot. I have a Captain America shield that I got like almost probably before I moved, like ten years ago. Really, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was like a local sword shop. They made trash trash bin Captain America shields. Oh, nice! And like it's 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 kind of dope. I found it like because we're packing up for the move, and I was like, it was beside Prosser's desk, and I'm like, oh, I forgot I had this. Huh? I'm a nerd. Okay, all right. <laughs> so this is who I am. <laughs> this works for me. This tracks. Well, I guess this explains this explains a lot, and uh, I'm okay with this. But, yeah. Uh, here we go. 
yeah, no, it was it was it was a weird thing to find, but that's the beauty of moving. Exactly. Um, um, but yeah, like the, like it's just it's just like the transition between back and forth hasn't been overly successful for the most part. There are some exceptions, and it um, literally comes down to care. Both. It ways. literally comes down to care and time and effort, and. Cause yeah, like not, both put in a lot of work to, it takes a lot of work to adapt those things. Um, but if you do it well, you can do it. Well, that's the thing is the care needs to come from the studio. It doesn't need to come from necessarily the individual workers or the directors or anything like that. The care needs to come from the people who are funding these projects and realize, oh, this can't just be a quick cash grab. Yeah. Because at the end of the day... Well, maybe that's why it works, though. It's the same... You know those uh, the Asylum movies, the ones where it's like, you get transmorphers or like it's the titles that are like almost a title of a famous movie that they release because they know grandparents will buy it for their kids accidentally kind of thing yeah because yeah. it's like oh yeah this is that that thing that their kids are the kids are talking about it's the same yeah. i guarantee you a lot of the video game adaptation of move like a movie adaptation of video games no at video game adaptations of movies are the same thing where it's just a quick cash grab. It's the idea. Well, hundred percent, like, man. Hundred oh, well, percent. It's a marketing tool, Iron dude. Man, so if they it's buy a marketing. Game, it's like, a marketing tool beyond anything, right? Hundred percent. Like it just adds to their marketing. It just, like, it just leaves such a bad taste in my mouth. It's like, guys, do better. <laughs> Can we please just do better? GoldenEye is another exception, right? Like that was a fantastic game for the n64 but then the the remaster the restore of it was terrible apparently yeah it wasn't that great (laughs) well Well, they they like like, replace pierce brosnan with daniel Daniel craig Craig, which makes no sense but then it like but it had gameplay of like what the kind of current current bonds were doing at that time right like it wasn't really it wasn't really the same it it was actually quite different at the end of the day but i didn't mind it but i'd like them to try it again no no all honesty because it's one of those things of just i i I would like the targeting system to be better because i will fully admit as someone who's gone back to play the game the targeting system when you're playing the story is oh yeah 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 it's when you're playing multiplayer you don't care about that stuff no you just run up and shoot people in the face or slap them at the end of the day slappers only baby slappers only the worst first person shooter ever to exist with the worst targeting system you could play with your friends and you'd still have a hoot Oh, yeah. Like, that's, like, that's just a given. But, like, if they had updated the targeting and updated the skins, but then kept pretty much the exact same ep- or same Frame. levels and yeah. same, like, it would be fine. It's not that hard to do. But, again, it's it's that idea that, well, people, kids today aren't going to know who Pierce Brosnan is. We got to yeah, update yeah. him and make him the current The new James Bond. Bond. Yeah. It's like, no, you don't. People are going to see James Bond and be like, hey... I want to play this game because it's that's James, James Bond. Bond. <laughs> James Bond. The name's Bond. James. But again, Bond. It, it speaks back to the whole lack of care. It's it's the same yeah. thing as again the Super Mario Brothers movie. It's the same thing as the original Mortal Kombat movies. It's the same thing as like, well, from what I've heard, the Street Fighter movies. It's the same thing, right? Like it's yeah. just that lack of care because it's oh, this is a popular franchise right now. It's, it's yeah lack of care and and also lack of understanding right like it, it does come down to like the studios to care but it also comes down to like you know the directors and the writers and everyone who's putting it together right like there also has to be that sense of care and understanding 
for some research what's actually doing right and i just think i think that's kind of what it's lacking or not even the research but the understanding of why something is valuable um but i think like to make to make them better overall like i think it's just really a lot of the opposites that we're talking about right like stay true to a lot of the elements that are there like you can make slight adjustments but like for one example um the animus in assassin's creed right like in the games it's like a chair that you sit in right yeah kind of thing or like a bench or sometimes it's a bed whatever um and then like you kind of like you know get trans not transported but uh you relive your genetic memories through that uh in the movie it was like this weird ass robot arm that came down and like grabbed you and everything you did in your genetic memory you were physically doing so anytime he jumped they'd cut back to the arm lifting him up like out of the air and like why and, do like, you get that so but like they're like we did it to make it more cinematic because lying in the animus isn't cinematic but it's like but you don't need to actually cut back to the present like you just stay in the past like that's how the game works like you're not playing the game and then looking at the guy laying in the bed, like you just stay in the past. You, you know what I mean? Like, like in the middle of a fight, it's like, oh shit, come back to the guy laying in the bed. Oh, he moved his hand. Oh, you swung your sword. Like it would just be so painful. So the fact they did in the film, right? Like they just completely ignore the idea that this is literally like you're seeing this in VR or it's in your head or however it's working depends on what game you play. Uh, but there is no cut back and forth like you when you're when you come out of it you come out of it when you're in it you're in it like you didn't need to cinematically show that you know so and and that was a core element that was just like weird it's like that's not really how any of this works or it makes sense that any of this is designed like it's just odd um but that was a that was an element that's like listen it's a very basic element to stay true to but you decided to just to not and it completely changes a lot of the context and how it works um you know i think you got to focus i think they need to focus more like on the human stories that are there and expand upon them because that's kind of the strength of these games um a lot of these games nowadays it's like uh especially ps4 like you have a lot of raw human stories right um i find like a lot of com or video game movies focus on like the video gamey aspects right whether it's the action whether it's the corniness whether it's like the over the top or whatever the explosions but like they miss the fact that like there's some real human stories and older games aren't going to always have that so it's like you also have to create that um god of war is a perfect example because the earlier games were just kind of like hack and slash well, that's the thing. Third is like, person far camera adventures, right? I don't need a movie of Kratos yelling different gods' names, you know. Like, but like, but that, yeah, and that's kind of what like the first three games were, the first four, whatever. But then, what did they do for PlayStation Ares. Four? They they completely transformed Kratos, the character, and the storytelling they were doing, and they focused on this more human element. Like, they completely changed the series. Well, now God of War. You will exactly now God of War is bigger than it ever was. And that's that same idea of transitioning from some of these games that don't have human stories that don't have elements and bringing them into cinema, right? Because you have to have those human stories for things to work for people to care about these characters to connect with them. And there's human stories there. It's just it's never dug into in video games, because it's usually about the gameplay. And that's not um, saying there isn't the human element to God of War, the first three. It just, again, it's overshadowed by the... It's overshadowed by everything else, by right? And kind of the slash. ridiculous level. Like, but, like, and that's what I'm saying. There's human elements there, but many of them need to be expanded upon. 
And when yeah. they expanded on the human elements for God of War 4, or whatever you want to call it, like the PlayStation 4 version, it just completely changed the genre of that whole series. And it's an amazing game. Um, so you just, I think they really need to focus on those human stories and not the gameplay elements. Those aren't the important parts that need to be translated over. Uh, the important parts that need to be translated over are really the human stories. And uh, I think maintain the soul of the story. Like that's got to be so important to maintain the soul of the game, like the feel. Um, don't try and completely change it. If it's a if it's a if it's a lighthearted, joyful game, don't make it a dark, depressing movie. You know what I mean? You, it's like we talked about kind of in comics. Like, is the soul still there? Um, <laughs> I don't at the need end of broody the, Super Mario Brothers. Well, exactly. And at the end of the day, I think you know people are going to understand when it comes to a movie. Yeah, you can't make a thirty-hour movie. You know. It, it, like there's going to be a lot of things that get cut out, but that's your job to figure that out and still figure out how the soul of that game, what it's, what's it saying? What are the themes? You know, how does that still carry on in my new version? And I think that's, again, one of the, the, the I, one of the pitfalls as well. Like, I don't think they properly carry over sometimes the effect in the, in the soul and the emotion and, and the themes of video games. Again, it always usually comes down to those gameplay elements making a part of the film instead of, uh, you know, the actual stories. But that's just because that's my own two cents. I mean, I don't make Hollywood films, so maybe I don't know. But I know from personal experience that, uh, like, yeah, when, I, when I'm watching these films after playing games, like, I don't need it a direct one-to-one, but make me, I want to feel the same. I want to feel the same spirit. Yeah, you like, need that. Uncharted, you need to have that adventure. You know what I mean? Like that mystery, very Indiana Jones kind of style. Um, for Assassin's Creed, it is about like the parkour, the speed, the assassinations, this mysterious cult of assassins, this mysterious cult of Templars. Uh, in that game, it was just like, and, and obviously like the historic locations a big part, the main part. In that movie, it, a lot of it was like, Abstergo gray rooms, like talking. It was just like anytime they win the past, the movie was pretty freaking good. Like as far as the action goes, but then they cut, but then they keep halfway cutting into the animus and then well, they pull you out of the animus after like 10 minutes and be like, and we're back to the gray room for 20. Have fun. And I was like, bro, when, when, one me. Of, when probably the best video game movie ever is an original ip that's a problem yeah because i think we could both agree that like wreck it ralph is the best video game movie that's a pretty solid yeah like well there's a difference between video game movie and movies that are about video games well like and that right? that's the thing it's like it's both though it's both because it has how many video game characters in it yeah, but it's not exactly adaptation of those characters. But well, there's adaptations of those characters, but again, they're like, but they're done in such a way that it works for the film. Like it's more cameos, but like I get what you're saying. Like, but again, it's it's you would think that of you you would think that well, because like what other video game, what other movies about video games are there out there? It'd be like Ready Player One. Uh, Ralph Gamer, that one with uh, Gerard yeah, Butler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that was a good movie. No, I didn't say it was good. <laughs> I just said it was. Uh, you got Freeman or Freeman? 
That's coming up with Ryan Reynolds or Free Guy or whatever the hell it is. Like Scott Pilgrim is kind of Scott Pilgrim's a weird mix because it's like a comic book adaptation, but also like feels like a video game movie. Yeah, but like so that one is its weird own thing. Um, when you think like when you think about movies that are about video games, a lot of times those ones are a lot stronger than. The adaptations and that yeah. i think is a i still think that's a that's weird that's weird to me i just think i think it's a mindset man i just i think it's like what what gets focused on like when you're creating a new ip like there's a difference of care that you're putting into like you're making it for film straight for film um well, then how come with you don't have to really translate all those things how come with superheroes and comic films still the adaptations of the comic characters are stronger than the more original ideas, you know? You know what I'm talking about? That makes sense? Oh, then like original superhero type yeah. things or what? Yeah. I don't like, know. I think maybe because comics have been around a little longer too, right? Like talking about length and stuff and and, and infiltrating the cultural zeitgeist. Uh, comic books have been around a lot longer too, right? Um, they're a bit more iconic than a lot of the video games. Like, not saying video games aren't iconic, but like Superman has been around for a hell of a long time. You know, Batman has been around for a hell of a long time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a reason for it. Like, I just think it's comes down to like a mindset and the attitude looking towards video games and the quality of storytelling. I think that's being assumed that video games have. Like, but. I don't know, like it changes more and more every day as more video games become more engrossed in storytelling and and like they have the gameplay features, but at the core is like a human story. Like The Last of Us is a perfect example. Like the second one, dude, is like if there were Oscars for video games, it would be that, you know, like it's on that level of storytelling. Like there's some real deep shit in there. Um. And that's why I think a lot of gamers didn't like it either because it was just like almost too much. Like it was just on a level that most people who are playing video games aren't quite ready to. You're making me feel things and think. And You're I making like me th- <laughs> like think beyond something I want to. Right. Um, Stop pushing me to be a better person. Well, it wasn't even. I hate that. this. Just, <laughs> and that's not really game. I don't think that pushes you to be a better person at the end of the day. But like, a lot of people were just... I know one of the things is like, wow, Ellie is not the same character in this game that she was in the first game. It's like, okay. Because let, let's break this down from a storytelling element. Because I get where you're coming from, that you feel like the character is different in the sequel, and that's bullshit. It should be the same character or whatever, right? Because that's good no, storytelling. Cause, no, because characters but this is, grow and change. But this is the mindset. Because video game characters sometimes don't always change from game to game, right? A lot of them you know have that static feel to them but ellie changed like significantly because in the first game she was 14 and uh like she loved comic books and she was a little kid but she was always swearing and she you know all this kind of stuff and she was very fun and lighthearted. yeah the next game takes place five years later and like she's gone through a traumatic experience and then she lo- had another super traumatic experience that literally like like, you look at it, this, like, a kid growing up from 14 to 19, 
in a post-apocalyptic like zombie land is not gonna be yeah. like wow i'm still this happy go lucky person like people literally like she has seen people murdered that she cares about right in front of her like that's gonna change a person like they, they ignored all the human elements that would actually cause change because what what the story a lot was it's like it wasn't like here's just another good old adventure it was like here's the things that created her change into who she is now and this is what she is but people were like they didn't like that idea of it um they just wanted her to be the same old ellie but she wasn't and a normal person wouldn't be so it's just kind of like it's on that level like it's just very very human um it won a lot of awards though obviously for its storytelling just some of the fans weren't like you know fans of it i loved it i thought it was great I damn near masterpiece man like if a video game could get an oscar like that's that is one that probably would I, I still need to play them both. but Dude, you new, seriously should, Max. If you like Uncharted, new like house. same... New house. New house, new experiences, dude. Well, it's the same studio. Like the, So, like, the problem that when I tried playing it, I tried actually playing Last of Us before Uncharted. Yeah. And now the shooting is very similar, except for one very important element. The ammo. Yeah, the ammo. This is not a I run. Was, <laughs> I was a terrible shot. Yeah, I'm much better now, so I actually have a chance of survival. <laughs> well, also, I've gotten better at sneaking around too, which and, I was and, also and, terrible at. And that's and that's the thing with like The Last of Us, right? Like it's it's not a guns blazing thing. Like there'll be moments where maybe you do have to get into these firefights, but it's more about trying to you know conserve your ammo like because you it's you'll get some but it isn't gonna be like it's not uncharted levels of ammo right not even close but and that and that last of us like that's again one film and one series that's coming out for uh who's doing the last of us is it netflix amazon i I can't remember one of them is doing the last hbo i think i think it's hbo um Nah, god damn it, now I'm gonna have to get HBO. But they're doing the Last of Us series with Pedro Pascal, right? So he's pretty much playing again, like I said, the Mandalorian looking after a little kid, <laughs> except as a zombie apocalypse. He's playing the same damn character, pretty much. Uh, but like that story has some serious storytelling potential. But if they focus well, I mean, on gameplay elements, but that's also a game that has a lot of narrative, so there should be a lot just for them an entire to take episode. From. Oh no, actually, I was gonna, I started saying that and I thought about it. Like, if it's an entire episode of them just sneaking around. But, like, honestly, honestly, an entire episode where they don't say a single word because they are trying to get past some of the zombies would be, be pretty tense. It'd be like a done quiet correctly, episode. Yeah. Exa- if done correctly, it could be one of the most compelling episodes of TV in history. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of games that are <clears throat> movies and, <clears throat> excuse me, series my voice is starting to go on me. There's a lot of there's a lot of these series and movies that are that have a lot of potential. Um like the uncharted film, I think there's potential there. As long can they nail the spirit of it? Like that's the important part when it comes to those ones. Um and tell this great character this great story of a young Nathan Drake and he does he feel similar to the one from the video game? Like well, is there that not having Mark, right? Mark Wahlberg with the mustache for Sully is a huge like that's a big thing. Yeah, the mustache a is mistake. a pretty iconic part, right? Like you need it. that's Sully's thing. 
um, Ubisoft is doing a division movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Somehow he keeps getting attached to Ubisoft films. <laughs> uh, again, God of War film that's apparently getting worked on. Assassin's Creed, I think was was it last year or right now, announced their Netflix TV series, which I'm hoping is better than the movies. Like, come on, man. Come on, be better. Uh, Halo series we talked about. There's a Borderlands movie getting made right now. Which yeah. as long as they keep that wacky craziness of it. And they got, again, there's a lot of talented people attached to these things. Um, Tomb Raider 2 is coming. Sonic 2 is coming. So there's a lot of things that got potential. We'll have to see how they play out. But I think if they can nail even just one of them or two of them, they're going to start figuring out how to make these things. Like Because I look at it very much like the comic ones, right? Yeah. Um, well, Sonic like was once- a good adaptation. Like, like Sonic was, yeah, I haven't seen it, was, it, it so was, I can't say yes or no. I Sonic guess, was really fun. From yeah, what as I hear, as a Sonic fan, I like it. The second one, we're getting Knuckles, and I'm very excited about that. I heard Jim Carrey was fantastic. Oh, Jim Carrey is very enjoyable. Um, Sonic felt like Sonic. Like Sonic, the character yeah. felt like Sonic. There's a little, there are a couple things where I don't think it's going to age that well, just because of like some of the references that it makes and stuff. Sure. Like was what we talked about with like a couple weeks ago with like uh when you make modern references in your films that definitely dates your product right so you want to be careful on that and i think that's going to be the one thing that holds it back but i think for video game movies it was an important step especially them listening to the backlash that was the design of sonic (laughs) yeah that was pretty like scary as fuck like dude that was scary as hell i was like oh boy um but yeah, like I just, yeah, I think there's a lot of potential. If they nail a couple of them, it's it'll be like the MCU, right? Like once you get the momentum, once you get things rolling and stuff like that, right? Like once they start nailing X-Men and Spider-Man. Yeah, and, but I feel you know, like... came into the MCU. Like once you get that momentum, it's like then there's something there. Uh, doesn't mean everyone's going to do it always perfectly. We're still going to run into the DC Like You're still going to run into, like, you know, some of the DC issues. You're still going to run into Fan Force Stick or whatever, right? Like, there's still going to be those things that happen. But I think if we can nail a couple of these, it'll build momentum and people will start figuring out, oh, this is how we need to focus on them. And and the solution really will be, like, oh, just make a good, like, make a good movie, man. Make something good. Which sounds simple, but like obviously incredibly difficult task. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's not incredibly as difficult task. Um, but it comes down to the, again, it, like any good film, start with really great foundations, right? Without those foundations, you're already kind of floating in the water. No, exactly. So, yeah, I think uh, yeah, we talked about uh, why they're bad. We talked about how they can improve, and uh, what films have potential. But I think. Uh, I think it's. I think it has the potential to be a really big genre. It just needs to get there. They just need to keep pushing. But we'll see how it turns out. As soon as one's a blockbuster, man, we're gonna be on the right path. Yeah. I hope it's Last of Us. I'm gonna go see that movie better be, or that show. God damn, it's a show. It's not even a movie. Nice. Ah, if HBO's great. making it, man, it should be pretty sick. And I really like Pedro Pascal. Oh, he's he's great. He's like the best part in anything that I watch. And he's like, he's a very different human being than like Joel, but I'm like, I'm okay with it. It's like, Hey, you're adding talent to this thing. I'm good with that. Like he doesn't need to be exactly Joel, but again, the spirit, 
you know, the characters. Because Joel's like a, you know, Texan. <laughs> and he taught, like, I don't think, I don't know if they'll, well, they might, I guess they could make Pedro Pascal a Texan. Yep. Well, well, we'll get, we'll get to see more of his range, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It'll be a different story for sure. Anyway. Time um, for a question of the day. I think it's time for a question of the day. All right. Mine, I don't know if, I think this is the exact opposite question that you asked last week. Um, what Cheater. is a video? What is a video game franchise that you absolutely never ever want to see translated into a movie? Never want to see as a movie. Yes. Uh, cuckoo, choo. Um, there's honestly like a lot of them, just in general, like because it's like, man, this is pretty awesome by itself. Like, I don't know if you'd want to like throw that thing out there because video game movies are not always great um let me think hmm. i don't know man i really really don't know um maybe Fortnite. like i don't need to see a Fortnite movie i yeah, guess I you, you know what i mean um but like the thing for me is like the reason I want video game adaptations to work and work well is I want to be able to share share with more people like the joy I get out of these, right? Because for me, again, I play a lot of single player games. Like I will dip yeah. into multiplayer, and I've been playing a bit more multiplayer recently just for the social aspect. And I'm getting hyped for Halo again, so I'm jumping back into Halo to like get like let's go, man! Because um, Halo Infinite comes out this year, it's gonna be sick as hell. But, uh, hopefully, so they don't F it up. <laughs> like the last couple? Like, well, yeah, there's there's good elements and there's bad. They need to nail both elements this time. You need to nail the campaign and the multiplayer. And you have to nail it. Not like, that was okay. Like, it's gotta be great, man. There's an expectation there for that caliber of game. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I think, like, most of them, I... I I kind of want to have an adaptation. Like I always want a really good one, obviously, because I want to share those stories that I get to experience. Right. Cause it's like, I can't talk to my wife about Assassin's Creed or Halo or last of us, or like you can tell them, but you can't like, how do you condense like that 20, 30, 40 hour story into yeah. something they can understand and be like, wow, that's actually really interesting. You know? Um, and like that's a tough challenge, and they'll never be able to experience because they'll never put their hands on their controller, and actually go play it, right? Like that's that's the thing. Like, so the one thing about movies is it brings some of these stories to more people, to a wider audience, but it's useless if it's done like shit, <laughs> you know? Like it's gotta be good. So there's not too many games that I play that'd be like I would not want to see this made into a film. I never want to see them made into any, like, I never want to see any of the franchises I love made into shitty films. But if they're going to be good, then, like, yeah, let's try it out. Except, you know, and of course, there's just, yeah, like, I don't need a Fortnite film. But to be honest, I'm pretty sure that'll come at some point or another. It's too big of an IP for them to not make it. Unfortunately. But the good thing about Fortnite is, though, it may be great because it doesn't really have a narrative to it, so... They may be able to craft something there. I think it would work better as like a kid's show. Like an animated show. Mm, maybe. I think Fortnite would actually be pretty funny as like an adult one. 
because you got like the the con- the kid kind of animated style, but it's like adult I humor. Like, I feel like you'd have to <laughs> hit that balance good. with like hidden adult humor and because you because again you know kids are gonna watch. Sure, it yeah. The, if it's right? Fortnite, they're gonna go. You're right. You're right. Uh, what about you? Uh, there are several. There are several. Tetris is a big one. I never want to see a Tetris movie because that is the stupidest idea I have ever heard. Why do I feel like there is one? They were, Every time no, they we were say something, I'm like, one. I feel like I've heard these things. Yeah. They were talking about it, and I haven't heard anything recently, but it is the dumbest. Why would you make Tetris the movie? That is stupid. It's about pieces falling down. Like, it's going to be some... Oh, but guys, it doesn't matter what shape you are. You'll always fit in fit. just yeah. right. It's <laughs> yeah, like, shut yeah. up. No, you've never played Tetris then. <laughs> That's not how um, Tetris works. Crazy Taxi would be another one I wouldn't want to see. Like, I don't need to see a movie about people driving taxis crazily. crazy. Um, Fast and the Furious Taxi Edition. Basically. Um, the Sims. I would never need to see a Sims movie. Or uh, or Sim City, uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon does not need a movie either. <laughs> like there are a lot of these kind of games that just like they do not need to be touched. But I could see at some point some producer being like, "Let's adapt Roller Coaster Tycoon." Yeah, exactly. It's about some crazy guy building a theme park. <laughs> yeah. Actually, The Sims would be kind of funny as, like, a murder mystery where just, like, people are just dying randomly from being left in pools or random fires starting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's like, like Sims, Final man. Destination. Yeah. It's like, why did this bush just appear around me? Oh, my God, now it's on fire. What the hell? <laughs> like, but, like, there... Like, dude, there actually, are, that'd be pretty funny. But there are several... I think it'd be funny as a sketch, but as a full movie, I think it would be... Yeah, no, it'd probably make a better YouTube video. And that's where, like, like at the end of the day, there there are more, I think, in my opinion, there are more video games to not be adapted than to be adapted. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, especially when it gets to, like, apps and stuff like that. Because you imagine Flappy Bird, the movie, or, like, um, well, Angry Birds, the movies. They did Why? that, yeah. Why? Why does that exist? <laughs> that's so dumb. Kids love it, apparently, so I can't say too much, but, yeah. You're not wrong. At least like, I wouldn't say so. And that's kind of my my thing on it. Is there there's certain there's there's a lot of movies that just you don't that don't have a story but don't need to have a story because at the end of the day that's what it is. There's some that would be fun to have stories to them, but other ones like Sure. I know a lot of people want Legend of Zelda brought to the big screen. I don't want to see it at a big screen, not because I'm not I'm not a fan. Like I don't play them. Mm. I'd like to play them because, especially as I've gotten older and appreciate video games more, I'd like to give them a crack again. But I think the backlash from the fans, because everyone has such a different idea of what Legend of Zelda is, mm. would not be worth any endeavor of trying to interpret Legend of Zelda into the big screen. Yeah, there's like. Zelda's been around for a long time. It's one of those Dude. ones that are, and everyone's really passionate about like whatever version they like the best. Well, and like there's a huge divide in the fandom. Does Link talk or no? Yeah, like that's one of the biggest. That is one of the biggest debates that I have heard for adapting Legend of Zelda. Is like, do you have a protagonist that doesn't say anything? And like, yeah. people realize that like Link 
does talk in the game. There are jokes that he doesn't talk. But he does talk, but he's also you. So you're getting talked to most of the time. And yeah, exactly. Like, so it's 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 people weird like people to like get, get people like to like dig in on like stupid topics I find all the time. Like one of the biggest discussions in Halo is like people being like sprint or no sprint. Like for the multiplayer, right? Like it's yeah. on, like freaking all the time I see that shit, dude. All the time. And well, it's that's... like listen, that's that's the evolution of games. Like I'm going back and I'm playing Halo two and three um on multiplayer right now and uh like it, it's there's a different level of there's a difficulty to it but there's also just like the pacing of the match isn't as like isn't as quick right like because yeah. nowadays they've all, all a lot of these games have evolved to be much quicker you got to react faster you got to get in there quick you know what i mean yeah like you have to be a bit more on your toes whereas halo is more methodical um back in the day and i think all games were back in the day 100 um, which was you know which is okay and okay for their time but i was like i'm like holy man sometimes it just feels so slow or well, it's like or you like you'll do things to get out of the way like try and like dodge or something but then you're like oh wait that's not a component that exists so i think taking away sprint would just be silly at this point it's like it's, it's just part of the evolution of it right well it's even looking at um another debate i hear about halo all the time is like do you ever see Chief's face? Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, if you're doing a, if you're doing a live at, uh, live action adaptation, I think it depends. It depends on the story that you're telling. Depends on the context. Good, yeah. It depends. There, there's probably a good chance. Like I know Prosser says, if you're gonna show his origins, you need to see his face when he's a kid. Yeah. You just never see it when he's an adult. Like as yeah. soon as he puts the helmet on, you never see it again. Yeah. But at the end of the day. Does that matter? In the video game, it matters because, again, you are Chief. Mm -hmm. That's why you never see his face, because you can put your face on that character. Spider-Man aspect. But at the end of the day, when it comes to storytelling, especially in movies, you need to see a character's eyes a lot of the time to connect. Uh, I agree with that. Like, I agree with that, and I don't. I think it can be used as a prop. Like, Mandalorian's the perfect example of that, right? Like... How the actor, like, you could feel, you could, like, how they, how they emoted, because, like, sometimes it was Pedro Pascal, sometimes it was just whatever, whoever was on set that day. Like, he wasn't always on set for every time or whatever, but, like, the emoting that happened through the helmet was impressive right but then how much stronger were those scenes when we did get to see his but face? that's the thing right and that's what i mean like when it comes down to storytelling it's all about the context if you're going to deny something there's also got to be a, a, a payoff pay. right yeah if you're going to create a tension there oh he can't show his face there has to be a release of that tension um no and i agree yeah but like for me yeah it wouldn't be a big deal either way like Again, like I would prefer if they good. I prefer if they use it in a significant way, right? Yeah. Like if you use it in the right way, fine. If you're just doing it willy nilly, you just taking his helmet off every ten seconds. Well, because then, well, then that's, that's what also, the movie is, I guess, and whatever. That's but. also been a big debate as a uh, what what race he is, and it's like, does it he's matter? A, he, he's a white guy. <laughs> does it not even matter though? No, yeah, but there's no debate. Like it, it's it's in the books. Like he's a little ginger kid. <laughs> 
Super that explains white. so much more about his character. I didn't know he was ginger, but now I just I understand Master Chief so much more. Well, I'm pretty sure he was ginger or brown. I can't remember, but it was I'm pretty sure it was like red hair. I'd have to go back and read the books, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Cause that was Him like, being a redheaded stepchild just makes it makes it better, in my opinion. Well, was it, he wasn't even a stepchild, man. He was just taken from his oh, home. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I... And oh. that's just even better. <laughs> the fact that he knows great. But, like, yeah, it's just, it's just those kind of funny things, right? It's just... But once he has the helmet on, who cares, right? Like, but again, make it impactful. How do we exactly. get to this topic? Anyway... I mean, I just asked what you put video game adaptations you didn't want to see. And I, I answered, and you were like, eh, they're all good. And I'm like, no, they're not. Listen no, to my No, I didn't examples. say, like, they're all good. I just said, I don't know what stories that I play that I would say, like, I don't want this. You know, like, I, I'm, getting, movie. <laughs> I'm getting into more, like, variety of games again because um, it used to play like a huge variety then for a long time like i've just played a lot of single player narrative driven games because that's the experience i want you know um well it's like now i'm starting to you know expand my horizons horizons again and putting in more work in different types of games because i'm like i'm loving what i'm seeing out there and i'm like nah, yeah no i'll just start trying out these different experiences word word so, my dude but i meant like more than narrative stories like there's a lot of them that i love that it'd be like I wouldn't want anyone not to experience this. True. You know? That is fair. That I kind can of support thing. that. But anyway, right. yeah, I think that's it. Well, I guess that's another episode of A Feast of Films. Matt, where can the good people find you? Uh, if you loved this conversation about video games, well, you're going to love my podcast because it's Ooh. way more energetic than this because I'm really tired now. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is technically the third podcast I've recorded tonight. So I'm just like, hooray. Seriously, guy, I've been almost talking for guy yeah, like 10 hours, dude. I took a little break for supper. Getting a little tired in a little bit. Um. I've been talking quite a bit today. You're just not going to talk at all tomorrow. No, man. My voice is going to be dead tomorrow, which my wife, I'm sure, won't mind. She'll be like, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Finally, yeah. peace. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my podcast is a little different. Uh, you know, smaller timeline, trying out different things, and it's just me by myself talking about video games. It's called Gaming Night Radio. Uh, they were all about celebrating the best of games and calling out the worst because there is some nasty stuff too like microtransaction like predatory microtransactions and you know a lot of manipulative stuff and developer abuse like just tons of crap in the video game industry that needs to just be um spoken about and talked about just even to you know educate and make people aware um but yeah you know reviews discussions opinion pieces news we got it all so come on by gaming night radio on any of your podcast services, except Apple, because they're kind of dicks, um, and I haven't got up there yet. But um, yeah, and you can find me at Twitter at GK Radio Man. Ethan, where can they find you? They can find me at my usual places of Ethan R Hill uh, on Instagram and Ethan R Hill on YouTube, and you can also find Damned Rights, the feature film that Prosser and I made on RealHouse.org. Cool, dude. All right. Well, that has been another episode of A Feast of Films. I'm Ethan R. Hill, and with me as always is... Matt Have a good night, everybody.
<laughs> so long. Bye bye. Toodaloo. I guess it could also be daytime that you're listening to this too. So have a good week. Peace. Peace.